Podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And today is Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. It has been a pretty busy day for me. We had one release early this morning, and then outside of that, I really didn't have a lot that I was going after and didn't really have a lot of time to do anything else anyways. So let's just get into it a little bit. I'll talk about the release we had this morning, and then a, I guess one of the things that kind of came out of the interview that I had with Zach this weekend that's been on my mind as well. So anyway, let's get into it. So this morning, we had a pair of women's panda dunk highs that came out on the sneakers app. Clean looking shoe, black and white dunk high, nothing that, uh, I guess nothing that like that stands out or pops out at you. It's just a, it's a very clean looking dunk and these did insanely well in the dunk lows. So the dunk highs came out, they were still decent prices, but the dunk highs do not have nearly the margins that a dunk low has because it's not as popular of a model and it doesn't look as good either. So that is kind of what happened. They released, there were prices ranging from about I don't know, I'd say probably about 150 to around 170, 180-ish on StockX, and eBay was probably a little bit higher. I entered for them on the sneakers, happened to not win, and it's kind of a bummer. I think that it's harder to win on the sneakers app now since they put in the raffles for every entry, which is kind of, it kind of sucks. Like, I liked the two-minute entries. It really, in my opinion, reduced the amount of people that could get in. Obviously, you have a lot of bot entries and things like that, but I, Nike could have just improved their filtering system and not done a 10 minute entry and it would have saved me and probably a lot of people the the wasted effort because i i want a lot more whenever we had that system going on so either way it's kind of a bummer but it is what it is i didn't end up winning today so kind of took the l on those but outside of those we really didn't have anything else released today and i didn't have anything that i saw coming out that was really that that massively profitable on my end so I've been kind of disconnected from reselling a little bit lately. Just a lot of stuff been going on personally and stuff. Not anything bad, but just uh, life planning and things like that and where I want to be in the next year, year and a half, two years. So it's kind of what I've been looking at and trying to figure that kind of stuff out. And it's led to me not being able to devote as much time to my reselling business, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, I've been trying to devote enough time to making sure the business, the the administrative part of the business runs right. And, and by that, I mean me trying to figure out Am I doing the accounting part in the best, uh, most profitable way, I guess I should say? Is it the, the most profitable way I can do my accounting um, and and make sure that I'm maximizing the money that comes in and using it to the best of its abilities? Am I sourcing the right inventory? Am I tracking this properly? Am I devoting my time to the right tasks or should I have that hired out? And that's what I've been doing a lot of this summer, which is good because I haven't seen a ton of big items. I was just talking with Zach, I said, I mentioned to him, that we haven't had like a big cocoa melon item in a while and for those of you who don't know what the cocoa melon was cocoa melon's like the kids tv show that's pretty big on netflix and it released this baby doll last year that summertime i think it was doing like 2x margins on ebay you could buy them for 20 bucks sell them for 40 bucks decent profit on that when you can get a bunch of them but around christmas time that jumped up it became like the year's hot toy that was out of stock and they were selling like 60, 65, 70 bucks. I mean, it was insane. Now, not everybody sold at that price. I ended up getting some really, really good profit on the ones that I sold. I was getting around like 60 bucks per, I think. So ended up doing really well with those and a very, very profitable item for a lot of people who were able to source a bunch of them. So I did well with those. I actually still have a couple, which is 
kind of the issue. I'd like to get rid of those. But we haven't had an item like that in a very long time. One that's just insanely profitable, allows us to really capitalize on our investment. And you can go hard on, get a bunch of them and, and make a lot of money. So that's been the thing that's been missing. And I kind of noticed that a little bit this summer. I have some stuff that's been duds. I need to get rid of it. But other than that, I mean, it's been like, okay, I haven't missed a ton while I've been trying to get things taken care of for my business, while I've been trying to get some life stuff planned and things like that. Like I haven't missed a whole lot. So it's been good that I haven't missed anything because I think Q4, once that rolls around, I'll be in a much better position to try and capitalize on the big items that come out in Q4. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's what I've been trying to build for because if I can build to be able to sustain Q4, then I can sustain some of the growth that I'll experience through that. And that will kind of continue with my business and I'll be ready to handle more more inventory, more listings and things like that as, as time goes on. So that's what I'm looking at right now. It's been it's been a good overall experience though. And I'm happy to kind of invest more in my business, I guess more time into working on the business instead of just in the business. And that's been a huge thing for me is is kind of learning that you need to be working on your business, not just in your business. And and I'm probably gonna pivot to this because this is a better topic, probably a much bigger important topic than what I was going to talk about today. But Working on your business is, is something that a lot of business owners don't do. They first start by, I guess, working on their business because they have to have some sort of business plan. They have to know what they want to sell. They have to know where they're going, what sort of idea they have. And usually what happens is they find something that's profitable. They start selling it and then they start to make money and then they start to sell more. And then they say, okay, I need to scale up a little bit. I need to have you know, this tool or this sort of software or whatever to track what I'm doing. And pretty soon they're, they're scaled up and they're spending money and they're spending more money than they're even making. And it's a big mess is really what it can turn into sometimes. That's how every business starts. And what a lot of people don't do is they don't really work on their business as much as they work in it. So they end up creating this job for themselves. And the best way that I've ever heard it described is in the E-Myth Revisited with Michael Gerber. It's an amazing book that's probably transformed a lot of business owners outlook onto their business and how they want to run it. But he says you have a lot of people create maybe a job for themselves that they end up hating because they have the worst work schedule ever because they're always on the clock and they have the worst boss ever because it's themselves and they never let themselves take a break. And I never thought about that. But if you if you really look at a lot of the small business owners, they're not building a business that really supports them in a way that allows them to be free or or have financial freedom or have the ability to enjoy work or have the ability to enjoy their lives they have this like almost like this self-employed job that you're not getting paid for all your hours in that you're not really being able to advance your profit in that you're not able to really take a massive advantage of just because you have so you have so many things that are in the way of that with with all the duties you have to do. And if you don't outsource some of that, you're screwed. You're gonna be stuck doing those meaningless tasks for the rest of your life. And you don't wanna be doing that. So a lot of people actually make themselves a job. They don't make themselves a, a systemized business that they can run and have other people do the things that they don't wanna do or that they don't like to do or that they're not good at. And that's just the big, that's the big thing about working on your business. If you can do that, you can start to systematize things. And you may think, okay, well, what does that mean? Well building out basically making a process for everything that you do and then trying to say okay 
now that I have a process, let's record some of that with a video software or let's write some of those down in a quick guide and make a checklist for it so that if I outsource this to somebody, I can easily give them this guide or this checklist and they can start off right away. I mean, they just have to read through it and then they can use the checklist to guide them through it. Like those are the things that you need to make in order to systematize your business. And once you do that, you can outsource it. And this is just like the, this is the way that a business grows and the way that you can kind of free up your time a lot of people don't ever do that though they never think about that they never free up their own time and now they're working 80 90 100 hours a week they're not really increasing their pay very much they're kind of getting frustrated things at home are probably getting tight or tough depending on whether the money situation's bad or maybe they have good money situation but they're not able to spend time with their family and just a whole spiral of bad events happens and if you can kind of move away from that start to build a business that allows you to uh, that supports you rather than you supporting it it's it's a world of difference for a lot of business owners because it allows them to lead lives that they actually wanted to lead when they started their business and a lot of people never get to that point so that's kind of my tip for today if you take one thing away from this definitely be somebody that's trying to work on making a business that can run without them and that basically involves you making some systems for your business systematizing the entire thing and then outsourcing some of that as you start to make more money you start to optimize the way that you do things you can do them quicker you can make more money because you're doing things quicker so you're able to make more money in the time that you're working then you can outsource some of those tasks and, and keep things moving with your business so that's what i'm working on right now hopefully that helps you guys out i'm gonna get going you guys have a great rest of your tuesday and i'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace